0: Carmen Kick-Ass, yeah. It's Carmen Kick-Ass, yeah.
1: It's Carmen Kick-Ass, yeah.
0: Say hi to the people, Carmen.
1: Hi to the people, Carmen. Word. <laughs> Word to your mother. The the it's going
0: Hey, everybody, this is Lucky Licious. And Carmen Kickass. And this is Eat My Pagan Ass. Episode 33. Toidy
1: Do you know what's on the corner of Toidy Twee and Toid?
0: No, I don't know what's on the corner of Toity Twee and Toid.
1: On the east side, it's a pizza shop called Pizza 33. And on the west side of the, sh- of the street is Caliente Cab Company.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Hey, listen, isn't 33 like a significant number in New Murmurology, mainly? Yeah, it's a master number. It's a double number. Tell us a little bit about that, Carmen. Later. But right now, <laughs> right now, let's talk about something actually interesting to these people. Okay? Okay. So, yo, this is Luckylicious and... Carmen Kickass. Which we already said, but we're just repeating it for those of you who are slow on the uptake. Uh, because it's been a while.
1: Yeah, a long while.
0: Yeah, our last episode was July 4th. Mm-hmm.
1: I can't believe it was that long ago.
0: It was that long ago. We were on our way to that party. Right. hmm And uh, you know what's really funny? I listened to that episode a couple times because at the end, I, when I was searching for music for the podcast, I found all this kind of patriotic stuff. And I found this group of girls. I, I don't know why. I can't remember their name now. But if you listen, at the very end, they sing an acapella version of the Star Spangled Banner that gives me goosebumps. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I should have listened to the cast.
0: They're called, like, the Desert Rats or something like that.
1: The Desert Rats. Never heard of them. <laughs> Are they a popular group?
0: I guess so. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I fanned them on Facebook, which I thought was really funny, because, like, if, if I were their Facebook moderator, I would have been like, oh, my God, a horned pagan satyr named, you know, Lucky Dallas Los Brujas just friended the little girls
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Facebook. What do I do? But I'm still fanned.
1: Oh, okay. So I get
0: the updates. I'm in the loop now.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: They're like coyote weasels or something. I don't know what they're called. Something like that.
1: Coyote weasels. What I don't know. Southwest or something.
0: Yeah, some Christian country.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm. And that's funny to be put on a pagan podcast.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, not funny, haha. But you know, ironic well, funny.
0: We'll see. We'll see how long it takes them to figure it out. Listen, I have a present for you, and I forgot to bring it. I'm so mad at myself.
1: For me or for the? For you. Oh, I thought you were talking to the listeners. For me, you forgot it.
0: For the listeners, my presence is their present.
1: Oh God, here we go. <laughs> we'll never change. So what you get me, what you get me.
0: I got you well, you remember how during our July 4th episode we spent all that time talking about Ben Franklin? Yeah. All right. You got
1: me a hundred dollar bill?
0: You wish. <laughs> uh, my man, Ben. Yeah. Well, I was in the uh, I was in the Rite Aids. No, I was in the Dwayne Reeds mm-hmm. buying my, you know, my enemas, my condoms, my lube. And, uh, you know, my chocolate chip cookies. You know, it's going to have a night.
1: Chocolate chip cookies?
0: Yeah, I was going to have a night, you know, all to myself. Okay. <laughs> and there in the magazine rack was, like, Time magazine. And it was a whole feature on Benjamin Franklin.
1: Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah,
0: it's a really nice magazine. I bought it for you. Thank you. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bring this next time I see her. Of course, I had it in my bag all summer. And I haven't seen you all summer.
1: Wow. Did you read it?
0: I looked through just a, a little bit of it, but, you know, I don't want to, like, get my fingerprints all over it, because, you know... It's mine. The pages will stick together after I'm done, if you don't uh. talk <laughs> <laughs> So, where have you been all summer? Well, I was Everyone, first of all, first of all, everyone thinks we're dead on Facebook. Again.
1: Really?
0: Well, we were gone for three months.
1: I can't believe it was that long.
0: It's October, October 3rd.
1: No. Yes, third. So it's exactly three months.
0: Yeah, right? actually. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. That's what happens in the summer, though. You start like flittering around and not paying attention to anything. And you're here one day and you're over there the next and whatever. And... But I did a lot of travel. It was a really good summer. New York had really good weather for the times that I was here. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, we're having great weather. Didn't rain that much. It was really nice. It was a great it was a great summer.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a nice summer too. Yeah, yeah. Did you go anywhere interesting?
1: Um, well, let me think. I went to Santa Barbara, which was beautiful. And after we then I came back to New York. Spent some time in Fire Island. Then I went to Nevada. Then I went to Mexico. So I was just kind of like all over the place. It was really good. You're
0: so jet set. What airline do you fly?
1: Delta. Delta or Continental?
0: Mm. What airlines won't you fly? Saturn. Saturn. Is
1: that a very good name for it?
0: Saturn Air. <laughs> we can't keep our planes up.
1: I don't think I have anything that I won't fly. Maybe JetBlue.
0: <laughs> uh, JetBlue's not bad for what it is.
1: No, for that crazy, that crazy pilot that went berserk.
0: Oh, yeah. That was JetBlue? Yeah,
1: oh. yeah. There's always some shit going on with Jim. We had a
0: lot of shit happen this summer, didn't we, that we just kind of ignored and let go by. That's good, though. You know, we don't need to, like, comment on every little thing that happens in that stupid world.
1: Right. I like to focus on the here and now. Like, if something happened three months ago, it might have been a big deal three months ago, but it's over. Mm -hmm. Now is now, and what's going on now is what's important. And sometimes it's not even important. It's just newsworthy. Right. That's all.
0: So I had a good summer. Do? Uh, well, I went out to Fire Island a lot.
1: It's too bad I didn't know that you were there. We could have hooked up. See? I n- well,
0: not hooked up, but... You, well, you
1: know. know what I mean. I what you mean. But when to- you
0: say hooked up on Fire Island, it has a special connotation. For those of you who don't know, Fire Island is this beautiful strip of beach just off the um, coast of Long Island. It's an island. Yeah, it's, it's an island. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carmen. Um, and it's there- about
1: 40 minutes away by boat.
0: Yeah, and there's there's all these little towns on the island, and two of them are pretty famous for being gay: Cherry Grove and the Pines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so that's you can guess that's probably where I was, but not you, Carmen.
1: No, I like to stay at Ocean Beach, but I do like to take the boat to Cherry Grove mm-hmm. and spend the evening there because there's a when when you get off the boat. There's a big club right there, and it's outdoors, and it's fun, and everybody's singing and dancing and drinking and listening to music, and Mm. it's a lot of fun, so Mm. I like going there a lot.
0: Well, I got to go because I uh, had a moment of courage when I was afraid. Very good. Well, at the end of July, I met someone, and uh, things were progressing, Nicely, and in gentlemanly fashion, which means I wasn't whoring around, because that's when you know it means something.
1: Can you see my eyes roll? Okay.
0: I, I can't just see them. I hear those bitches. <laughs> those gears are clanking. Damn, girl, get some oil for them so creaky-ass so eyes. So
1: being gentlemanly? In, in what way?
0: Well, he, he was being gentlemanly. Uh, he was like,
1: oh, okay. he
0: wouldn't kiss me at first, and I was mm-hmm. like, is not my breath? No, I'm kidding. Today it is, because I just had some Spanish, what's it called? Spanicopata. Nasty-ass spinach pie from the street fair. Ugh. Don't ever get spinach pie at the street fair. Just skip it. Stick with the chicken kebabs. Or
1: the corn. Mm. can't go wrong with the corn. No,
0: you can't, girl.
1: Smoothies. Mm.
0: Corn with extra butter, please. Mm. I like a smooth ride. (laughs) Shut up. Sorry, I know. I can't help it. So anyway, um, the whole reason why I was out on Bar Island is because I had some courage to, um, you know, open myself up to this new person and just get over my little issues and plunge right in even though i was terrified including going out to fire island for the very first time in my life
1: you never been there
0: 36 far? year old gay man lived in new york city for 13 years never had his ass to fire island what try. the fuck is wrong with me
1: everybody goes to fire island
0: i well now i know that
1: yeah you can go there for the day you could take the the shuttle bus from over here second avenue
0: yeah it's too far for day trips for me
1: well i'm saying you can you can
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I went out there a bunch of times this summer and had a blast. It's so beautiful. The ocean is amazing. The sand's amazing. And I wrote a poem about Fire there? Island. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have it? I don't have it with me. share. I might post it on the blogs or something. Who knows?
1: Or you can add it later when you get home to this.
0: That's right. I'll read into the microphone. My Fire Island Summer by Lucky Luscious.
1: Oh, to Fire Island. Mm-hmm. Fire Island is nice, though. It's it's it's.
0: Do you think it feels it feels kind of magical to me? I don't know about you. How, how what do you think? All the elements are there, you know. Yeah, it's
1: it's a great place, and it's the city, but it's not. And it's uh, I love it there. Mm-hmm. You know, the energy is really good, and. The weather, even when it's raining here, it's not raining over there. It's the weirdest thing.
0: Yeah, I'll have to check out the other parts of the island. You know, of course, my first time there, I just wanted to familiarize myself with the gay terrain that I've been hearing so much about all my freaking life, and now I can place it within context. It makes a big difference. And the funny thing is, as is usually the case, it had such a, like, big, it was just so much bigger in my mind in terms of what it was, what's involved, and then you actually get there and you see, and you're like, oh... Oh. A
1: lot of little cottages, and I've never been to the Pines, but um, Cherry Grove is all—it's overrun with grass and 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 greenery. It's really nice. And then uh, Ocean Beach, where I stay, the lawns are all done. It's very different. Mm. You know, I think each each section has its own look.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think if you didn't know where you were, just by the look alone, you would be able to figure it out.
0: Speaking of. Uh... Just real quickly, change the subject. If you think we sound weird, it's because I forgot to bring my recording equipment, and so we're recording this on my iPhone. iPhone! iPhone, it can do everything. As I was saying, I, you know, took the plunge, and I faced my fear, and now I'm in a great relationship with somebody. How's your love life going, Carmen?
1: Oh, now you're gonna put me on the spot. I told you. <laughs> no. Miss Fearless over here that's always telling everybody to go for it and don't be afraid. Was afraid to make the move.
0: You you were like you had the perfect <laughs> I had, setup. I know, she had this guy in her yeah. scopes for a long ass time. <laughs> and it so happened that the stars conspired to put the two of them alone together in a room yes. at a party where Carmen was done up and looking fierce. And what happened, Carmen?
1: I chickened out. I walked out of the room. Mm -hmm. And he looked straight at me. And sometimes you could kind of tell what a person is thinking. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, there she is. And I walked out of the fucking room. Now
0: he thinks you're a fucking rude bitch.
1: Yeah, that's not interested or whatever. I mean, you got to send out the vibe. But that doesn't bother me as much as I know me. I'm not like that. Why did I do that?
0: Why did you do that, Carmen?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: You better think about it.
1: I know. I'm, I'm really mad at myself for being a chicken ass.
0: <laughs> you know. You know I what just though? Walked
1: out the room. Yeah. It was like stu- ah, and I I was planning this this event because I knew he was going to be there. I said I was going to go. I I was probably you the did first.
0: all your ladiescaping.
1: <clears throat> yep. I was the first one to RSVP. I went to the fucking salon. I got my hair did. <laughs> I got my nails done. I had a nice outfit on. I, I tried did. You get to... the Brazilian? No, I don't need that.
0: Oh well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't. I was ready. I, I, you know, I, I said, okay, you know, everything was like perfect, perfect. And then I walk in. The first person I see is him. I look at him, and I just. Turned around on my heel and left I was like you fucking
0: oh, You know what's like so it? funny like 10 years from now when you're married <laughs> That'll be the story you tell Everyone about how you know How it oh. happened
1: But the thing is You heard it here
0: first on Eat My Pagan Ass folks
1: I feel like such a fake Oh go for it don't, don't be afraid Do this, this. And then I I was just so yeah. irritated with myself But yeah. I got another chance
0: Yeah you hope <laughs> You better start burning those candles <laughs> Sometimes the brass ring comes around only once, Shut bitch. Up. <laughs> Stop burning those
2: candles. That's it.
0: He's going to marry that other girl in your office, the one who bitch. got your ass job. <laughs> now she got your man. Ooh, I got your boyfriend. I got your man. She's going to be singing that.
1: I'll do a hurt in my and a hot ass. All of them. Ugh. Shit. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. No, the next, the next occasion, you're going to hear a a different, a different scenario.
0: Okay, do you know what sign he is?
1: I guess that, you know, I, I'm, yeah, he's, a, he's a, a Taurus.
0: Yeah. He's a Taurus. Mm-hmm. My man's a Taurus. Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> well, he's not Italian. But he looks, you know, like I, I read up on him and this and that, and then I tried to figure out, and then I said, he sounds like either a Taurus or a Capricorn. And then I said to myself, <clears throat> probably Taurus. I found out what his birthday was, and he's a Taurus. How do you like that? I guess fabulous.
0: Good yeah. for you. I I wouldn't have guessed what my I call him my my boyfriend now. So
1: oh, he got a boyfriend. Yeah.
0: Got a boyfriend. I do. I do. I got a man friend actually, and oh, I got a man friend. Uh, a man friend. <clears throat> excuse me. We just ate this fucking nasty.
1: No, I didn't have that.
0: Oh, so what's your excuse?
1: I have asthma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I, I, wouldn't have, I, mean? I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. He's a oh, Taurus, yeah. Funny. But I wouldn't have guessed it because I don't really know a lot about Tauruses. I tend to focus in on like the negative traits of people. So I know some Tauruses who are totally possessive and really crazy about their shit, and um, just they seem so parochial and small-minded. Little did I know that Tauruses. Are because they're ruled by Venus, and that's a, that's the key that I almost always forget. Mm-hmm. Is that so? They have all the attributes of Venus, which is they love beautiful things, art. Mm-hmm. They can be highly cultured people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that you know they're very sensual mm-hmm. and luxurious. They love
1: they love luxury. They love all the uh, creature comforts. Yeah. They love, they love to live well, and they are steadfast. So, if you can get a Taurus to fall in love with you, that's good because he'll he's they're they're faithful they're yeah. you know so yeah. and they're sensual they'll treat you well um they'll give you beautiful things and keep you in nice surroundings, you know, yeah. yeah, Taurus is a nice sign. I was like you um where I thought, oh Taurus that's kind of boring, but it's not a boring sign it's a very sensual fun loving sign you yeah. know, so
0: we do things like Go to the opera, uh, and they, Taurus rules the throat, which is they could be great singers yeah. or they love singing. I, I bet. I. I wonder. I, I. We haven't talked about music very much, um, but I bet he could sing. He sounds like he could. He has you know the Italian voice, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway,
1: oh somebody smitten. Yeah. Oh how cute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Things are going pretty well, and I'm definitely counting my well, blessings I'm on this one. I'm happy
1: for you. You know, that's, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's like, I he basically is the... I don't want... Whatever, if I offend anybody that I've ever dated before in the past, sorry. Um, but he, like, checks off all the... What?
1: <laughs> no, you are going to offend them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this is... No, but see, this is an, a natural... Reaction when you find somebody you f- you fallen in love with. Yeah. Everybody else is like, oh. I didn't say, love. With this I didn't no, say well love. I didn't say love. I am okay because oh. I know you are. Look at that smile. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. And when you fall for somebody like that, everything else pales in comparison. It's like, ah, yeah. what was I doing with those losers? So.
0: Really? Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly what it is. And and I'm like, wow, what was I thinking? And I like check off all these boxes and. He keeps surprising me, too, which is really the important thing. Isn't
1: love grand? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he sent me a box of hand-painted chocolates to my office, Yum. hand-delivered, Ooh. because I mentioned in a message that I was cranky. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Isn't well, that, that's a tourist I to
1: hook up with this Taurus guy.
0: Do it. Yeah. They rock. And, you know, you're Pisces, and what's your rising sign? Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. You're all that water, right? <laughs> We've only talked about that 800 times. So... Take
1: I'll, I'll catch up.
0: Dare to Love. That's Dare the message, right? Dare to Love is
1: right. And don't do like I did. I fucked it up, and I was really mad at myself. And then I walked home from the party all upset. It started to drizzle. I didn't even care. I deserved to be rained on that. And I was so mad at myself. But I'll get another chance.
0: It's like that movie. What was that movie, that Romeo and Juliet movie that came out recently where the old lady left a message in the wall?
1: Oh, Drew Barrymore or something. Yeah, I don't know, yeah,
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that. So you're gonna be like 75 years old, and finally, someone's gonna bring you together with this guy, and you, your love will be requited finally, and mm. it'll be all mushy. I
1: was ready. Your
0: tits will be sagging.
1: You're
0: Your twat will be scraping <laughs> on the floor.
1: But I tell you, it was, oh, I was so ready for it. I'm like, I was, I was like.
0: Now, would you have had you know mm mm with him that night?
1: No, I don't. Were you
0: ready for that, or were you ready for, like,
1: I was ready let's to take
0: it to another level?
1: Take it to another level. I, I, I don't, I'm not into all that,
0: you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then again, not nah, maybe not, no. yeah. Because another thing, I, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to do anything that I would act stupid, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I'm glad I didn't drink, because I would have been all pissed off. and.
0: <laughs> now, you have a history of falling for gay men. Are you sure he's not gay?
1: No, he's not gay. He has a kid. That
0: don't mean shit.
1: She's an older. No, he's not gay. No. All right. I know that for sure.
0: All right, good. Because what kind of psychic would you be if?
1: No, no, no. Definitely not
0: gay. Yeah. All right, good. No, there's anything wrong with being gay.
1: No, but me falling for him. No, no, no. no,
0: no. All right. All right. Speaking of gay, what's? (laughs) How all these all these um, gay teen suicides are happening in the country right now. Yeah, damn, what's going on? It's really tragic, but um, these are kids who are growing up, you know whatever, in their circumstances. They have um, really no sense of um, ever getting out. You know, they have that typical teen you know angst. Add on top of that, you know the fact that they have to hide who they are. The fact that a lot of them are subject to bullying by people like every single day of their. I can't tell you how many people I've met in this city who have been who are called a faggot every single day of their lives by at least one person while they were growing up. That really does a number on people. So, if you are already like, you know, suffering all that teen stuff, and then you have to deal with that, it's just too much for some people. And so these kids um, who just couldn't see past the moment. You know, they, they couldn't see themselves in the future. Yeah. They couldn't see themselves in a happier place. And uh, they, they killed themselves. It's like six kids or something, like between the ages of 13 and 18 or something. It's really crazy. There's a glow stick vigil in Manhattan this evening. They can't use fire. They can't do real candles because they'll be disbanded, so they're using glow sticks. And Bring
1: your cell phone.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and And a lot of people in the gay community have kind of stepped forward on this and said you know enough is enough we have to stop the bullying like parents need to get their kids under control um in the schools the schools need to take more uh, responsibility for bullying and for preventing bullying Um, we as a group of people have had enough of being picked on and bullied and we're, it's sick, and now it's it's killing people. You know, it's it was it was bad enough when other people were killing gay people, like in Laramie, Wyoming, right? Mm-hmm. Now, gay people are killing themselves, which is even sadder. It's even sadder. So we, as you know, those of us who are gay, need to stand up and be role models for people. And so there's all this like messaging going out there now, songs and uh, videos that all about called like "It Gets Better." I promise and that 's the message that we need to to give immediately to those people who are you know suffering, and so if you know anybody who 's gay or lesbian, just you know, give them a little shout out of support and just say, "Hey, I support you um, and you know it will get better and just like just give that message to somebody because and don 't even stop there with gay and lesbian people I mean anybody that you know who's especially a teenager who 's going through a hard time. Let them know that it will get better, because I remember what it was like to be that age, and, and it is difficult to see over your nose, you know? It's just, it's it's hard to see a better time, and let me tell you, things are so much better right now than they were for me growing up. How about you? Well, yeah. you had a good life.
1: Yeah, I was one of the bullies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to get you back.
1: <laughs> no, I, um, I was lucky because I always kind of knew how to stick up for myself, and when I wasn't like one of the popular girls, you know, popular meaning I didn't dress the way they did or I wasn't all out there. And they tried to pick on me for being dorky. I wasn't having it. Mm-mm. So they stopped. The thing, is, the thing is, you have to stick up for yourself, mm. you know. And um, somebody makes fun of you, they're making fun of you to hide their own insecurities. So, you know... My message is don't let anybody pick on you. Whether you're a teenager or an adult or whatever. Hmm. Never.
0: What what do you recommend? What do you it. recommend somebody do though in that situation? Well,
1: just stand up for yourself. Just, you know, answer back, you know, just don't let or, or just don't let what other people don't let other people's opinion of you rattle you. you. You know, and it's hard to say that to young people because young people don't know who they are. You know? But um, it's hard for me to relate to young people right now Because I, I can't talk on their level mm-hmm. But I always that, keep...
0: that, that, that time is long gone, girl When you could talk on that level I mean, Shut
1: the fuck up l- Ages This is what you do ages. Shut the fuck up, don't go there
0: Ages ago
1: See, now this is what you do An asshole like that makes a rude comment You <laughs> call him on it, you tell him shut the fuck up I don't like it Anyway <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, but you have to let people know you don't like stuff. Yeah. You know, like even, um, I'll give an example, at, like at work. My boss came up with some cockamamie crazy shit. And I said, no, no, I'm no, uh-uh. So then he says, why not? And I said, I don't know why not. No, even if you don't have a response, you just stick up for yourself. Even if you don't know how to verbalize what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't say things because they don't know how to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. It's the best you can do is say, no, that's all you say.
0: Mm.
1: You know, we just have to, you know, bullying, people, people pick on bullies because the people they're picking on don't fight back, and it's easy. So you have to be able to defend yourself, not necessarily physically, but verbally. You know, just stand up and say, I don't like that. Shut the fuck up. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to show your teeth, so
0: to speak. Sometimes you you do.
1: Right. You know, it's hard to, you know, it's hard. That's not for everyone. But, you know, don't let other people's opinion of you um, rattle your cage. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, like what they think of you has nothing to do with who you are how I feel about myself.
0: Word. So reach out to somebody you know today and say, "Hey, I love you and I support you, and it'll be, it'll get better."
1: That's right. hmm It always gets better.
0: It does. It really does. So
1: it always gets better.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So moving right along, um, we got some listener emails. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> First of all... Anybody let me c-
1: yelling at us for not being around?
0: Well, a couple people did. Oh, okay. um, and well,
1: that's Because but, that means they missed us.
0: Yeah, but mostly folks on the Facebook page. Like I, I popped in a couple times over the summer and said, Hey, we're still alive, I promise. And folks were like, Yeah, that's awesome. Great. Can't wait. So I know that people are, are going to be really thrilled to hear from us. We have 2,872 fans on Facebook.
1: Wow! You're yeah. kidding.
0: I don't know if that's up or down. I don't remember where we were last. That's yeah, pretty good still. It's still good. Yeah. So, hey everybody, shouting out! Don't don't forget to um, come into Facebook. You we now have a direct like URL, so it's like facebookcom EatMyPaganAssPodcast podcast. And if you type that in, you'll come to our fan page, and uh, you can. There's discussion boards. There's a bunch of different topics. You can start one. You could add to one. And uh, you can just post some stuff. We did have to disable the ability of our fans to post on our page uh, just for a little bit because we're getting a lots and lots of spam. And I want to thank um, Leanne and Gay Wolf for tipping me off to that because I wasn't checking the page and it was like, damn, there was like 800. Like you could work at home and make fifty-five dollars an hour.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: That shit did not come from me. Did it come from you, Carmen? I didn't even ask you.
1: No, 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 no. no. That wasn't me.
0: No, better not have been. Because people hate spam.
1: (laughs) Spam is great. Spam sandwiches. Mm. I love it.
0: All right, so um, some listener emails. Okay, so we got an email from Becca.
1: Hey, Becca.
0: Hey, Becca. Thanks for writing to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: Um. Becca responded to a thing...
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: She responded to our question to folks to say, hey, what did you do magical over the summer? Phyllis in. And so she wrote back she was uh, the only one who responded to that question, so she wins a big prize. What's the prize? Her name mentioned for all time in episode number 33 of Eat My Pagan Ass. The most magical number. Becca! Becca! Uh, uh. All right, so anyway, she said that... um, she was uh, deployed she was in the marines i think and deployed into various places around the globe and so the the kind of magic that she did was to cast protection spells around her and and another pagan friend of hers in the service and that depending on where they were they modified the spell i think to like work in accordance with the natural with the local elements or the local deities or who knows she didn't go into too much detail about that but that's i assume what she meant um, so I thought that was pretty That's cool. pretty cool. I like that, yeah. Yeah, I love hearing from uh, pagan service members.
1: Yeah, and I like hearing when people do things in their daily lives where it's not just a ritual for a Sabbath where there's something going on and they need to do a ritual and it helps them. They're they're, they're living magical lives. I like to hear that. Mm-hmm very
0: cool. Well, my magical life is I pray for deliverance every single night, girl, cuz I'm my own worst enemy. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen to that.
0: <laughs> uh, we also got an email from Gay Wolf. Hey, hey Gay Ga- Wolf. Hey Gay Wolf. What's up? It was really good to hear your voice, by the way. Thanks for the voice message. And this is a good question for you, Carmen. I'm really curious to hear what you had to say. Mm -hmm. Um, So he writes, writes this long email about a friend of his who is struggling with drug addiction and alcohol abuse and has all these kind of problems going on. And this guy has tried to get sober, and he's kind of expressed a willingness to get sober, but he's having a really hard time doing it. And Gay Wolf thinks that... Uh, this guy just hasn't hit rock bottom and they say often that you gotta hit rock bottom before you'll really stop and, and, and get your life straight um, so Gaywolf's question was would he be helping his friend by doing a magical spell to accelerate his friend's descent to rock bottom so that he hits it now and then gets his life in, in gear now because there's other things that are happening around this kid's life, and he really needs to be sober right now. So Tommy feels like, what, what do I do to help my friend get sober? Should, should he help him hit rock bottom? What do you think?
1: No, not at all. Um, whatever this kid is going through is it's his path, and he needs to experience certain things. He he hasn't so he hasn't re- gone he hasn't reached sobriety yet because he's not ready. So whatever, if your friend gets involved. He's interfering with his growth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. So leave it alone. He'll he'll get there when when his time comes.
0: Yeah, I I have to agree. My uh, I wrote back to him really quickly. And I said, quick short answer is no. no. Don't do anything. Um, and I, I knew we could explain a little bit more on the podcast. I I feel like you know having I've never admitted this on the podcast, so I'll do it right now for the first time. I'm sober. I have been sober for you know almost three years. And, um, so I had to kind of stop drinking. I had a problem with drinking and I, I didn't like, shut up, bitch. (laughs) And I didn't like where it was going. Um, did I hit rock bottom? Was my life a mess? Did I lose my job? Did I lose all my friends? Did I lose? No, I lost uh, one friend at least. Um, aside from that, you know, nobody really thought there was any kind of issue. I knew there was an issue. I was getting sick and whatever. And um, I went through a 12-step program and it, it helps, it still helps, I'm still actively involved in that and it keeps me, you know, off the sauce as they say. Um, but I, what I learned is that everybody has to come to it in his or her own time mm-hmm. and it will only work for people who are ready for it and who really want it because right. it's, it's not easy. At first, anyway. It's not easy at first. And you really have to want it. And stepping in magically to accelerate, you know, whatever, that's just, that's tampering with with his natural course.
1: You know, who said somebody needs to go rock bottom? You know, rock bottom to me means your life is destroyed. That's Mm -hmm. what it means to me. So you don't have to destroy somebody's life in order for it to get better. You know, um, nobody can make you... Do anything you don 't want to it 's like any other endeavor if you want to learn how to sing and you go for voice lessons you 'll learn. Mm-hmm. but if your mom is a stage mom and she makes you go for these voice lessons you 're not going to learn Yeah. It's, it's same thing with sobriety when you want to be sober it 'll happen you'll you, you know you'll meet the right person they will take you to the right program or whatever, and then you do it and and that 's only after you 've been through what you have to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, life is a weird journey. Sometimes you go to these dark places, and you're like, why am I here? But you always come out learning something Mm -hmm. from these dark places that you've been into. So I don't think um, anybody should interfere in anybody else's path.
0: Yeah, especially, you know, we don't know what kind of life lesson he's providing someone else by his example. You know, someone else may be around, Gay Wolf, someone around your friend's life may need to see somebody really fall apart in order to make their life better. And if you intervene now and you, you you shortcut that, you could be, you know, ruining someone else. So, I mean, we just have to be very careful about things like this.
1: You know, he could do like, uh, if he wants to help him magically, he could do like protection spells or, yeah. you know, something to yeah. keep him healthy or whatever, or let him see things clearer, but, Sometimes m- magic I, you know you have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do something that's going to interfere with somebody's path, mm-hmm. you know. I think if you're going to do magic it should be done for for myself. If I'm doing magic it's something on me by me. You know, unless I want to I specifically want to hurt somebody then I'll do it to that person. Mm-hmm but I don't go there anyway. But I think any magic people do should be done for themselves.
0: You know, something, something I think you could do, Gay Wolf, I, I think, Carmen, you have some really good suggestions. Something else that you could do is, I've read a lot and talked to a lot of people who've gotten sober who kind of talk about this white light moment mm-hmm. when there's, like, some people hear an actual voice mm-hmm. and it's not their voice. It's some voice they've never heard before saying, it's time to stop, like that sort of thing. And this is what a lot of us come to think of as our higher power, and you know, for pagans, that can be you know, f- for me, it was like which higher power? Like it was really tough at first to like kind of sort through that, and I still struggle with it a little bit. But um, for in the in the case of Gay Wolf's friend, maybe Gay Wolf could say something like, "I entrust this to your your friend's higher power," and say if it's time, please you know talk to him or please let him hear you or listen or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. And trust in... You know, your friend... Gay Wolf, your friend has guardian spirits around him already and they're taking care of him and, you know, trust in them and give over all the good intentions that you have for your friend. Give it over to them and put it in their hands. And I, and I think that's probably the best bet. And then you can still be a source of moral support. You can still... Be honest with your friend and say, look, you know, I, I really think you should get sober, you know, and, and, uh, and I'm waiting for you, know, for you to do that, and I'm here to support you through that, and just let him know that you're there to be his friend. Because um, it's not a- always easy to do that alone, and if we know we have people who are supportive around us, it can really help. I agree, yeah. And if all that fails, I don't know. Cut him loose. Cut him <laughs> loose. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. You know, that's the other side of the coin. Yeah. That's yeah. also a very powerful way to educate someone
1: mm-hmm.
0: about their con- the consequences of their behavior.
1: Yeah. Well, not necessarily to cut them loose, but definitely don't enable this person. Um, I remember I had a friend who drank a lot, and he came over to my apartment one you night. You ain't
0: talking about me, are you? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> um, and he came over to my apartment one night. And he was drunk as shit, and he was like, I don't know, crying and carrying on, and he had fallen down and he was bleeding, and I was so mean. Like I didn't say anything mean, but I wasn't, I wasn't with the gauze. Oh, you're hurt. I wasn't doing any of that. Mm. And then I said, if you want to, if you want to lie down, lie down on the, on the, on the couch. I'm going to sleep. I, I wasn't, I wasn't pampering him. And a few weeks later, I heard that he had um, gone to rehab. But you know, you can't.
0: Gone to rehab. Gonorrhea hab. Gonorrhea hab. <laughs> Gonorrhea <laughs>
1: Gone <Gonorrhea. laughs> to rehab. So um, sometimes the best thing that you could do is not to enable them. You know, because this person knew he could come to my house and I'd be all sympathetic and, you know, I joined the pity party and, you know, no, I went to bed and I said, listen, if you want to sleep over, you can. You know, I don't want to hear it. Shut the fuck up. And, I, and then when he was crying, grown man crying, it broke my heart,
0: Aww. but,
1: mm, I, I, I put the covers over my That's head. That's
0: bina. You got your bina <laughs> column going. I put the severity.
1: I said no, I'm not going there, and I think that helped.
0: That's self-preservation for yourself too, you know.
1: Well, you know, yeah, you can't have people around you like that. They they'll they'll uh,
0: cramp your style,
1: destroy your life. You yeah. know.
0: Yeah, really. It's, uh, there's a saying, I don't remember what it is, so I'll just move on. But something about, like, people, people who are drowning, <laughs> it's easier for a drowning person to take you down with them than for you to carry them out.
1: Yes, absolutely, so. That's
0: not to say if you see somebody drowning, no, no, you shouldn't no, no, no. drive you, in and You try
1: always to... have to have compassion for your friends, right. but you have to know how to draw the line, you know. Don't get involved with their issues and don't let them suck the energy out of you
0: right know your boundaries and enforce them stick by them
1: enforce that's the most important thing yeah you know because that's another way of bullying see that you have to know how to stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. you know Mm.
0: all right so thank you gay wolf becca and uh leanne too for sending us your emails. We really appreciate it and we love you all. So uh, anybody else out there, go ahead and send an email to eatmypaganass at gmail.com. Tell us how you're doing. Let us know if you have any questions and we'd love to answer your emails on the show. Now on to another subject, Did you hear that Druidism, Druidry, Mm -hmm. has been recognized finally, officially in England as a religion?
1: After all these centuries,
0: Uh really? Yeah.
1: Wow. Cool. Yeah, that
0: happened just yesterday.
1: Oh, I didn't hear about that.
0: Yeah. Excellent. What's really funny is in the CNN.com article about it, one of the professors, like he was a professor of sociology or something, at I don't know, the University of Minnesota. I don't know where this guy was from. His last name was Cowan. C O W A N. That's cool, huh? Which is weird because those of you who don't know that word, that's what we call muggles. Wow. But I don't think he was a
1: muggle. Interesting uh, correlation. Yeah. Right?
0: Weird. Speaking of muggles, um, I heard a little (laughs) bit of gossip the other day.
1: Yeah. About about J.K. Rowling. Really?
0: Yeah. You know how she's saying she's not a pagan? Yeah? Well, she, I guess she did this really big interview with Oprah Winfrey the other day, and uh, a good friend of mine who's a witch was listening and is convinced J.K. Rowling is a pagan and that her agent said, whatever you do, just don't admit it, because once you do that, it's all like, fuck, the whole franchise gets fucked. But really? Right, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they're already banning her books. Imagine if she actually was a oh, w- witch. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up?
0: Totally, but, you know, this is a fucked up world sometimes, parts of it.
1: You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of uh, Latino uh, entertainers weren't allowed to say they were, not that they weren't allowed, but they were better off saying that they weren't Latino.
0: Like Gloria Stevens.
1: <laughs> yeah, her, um, Martin Sheen, or that the Sheen brothers.
0: Oh, yeah. Emilio Estevez mm-hmm. he wasn't Spanish at all
1: nope, Linda Ronstadt oh a lot of people, mm. you know, so big bird <laughs> <laughs> big bird, yeah, so yeah. it's a shame that you have to hide who you are you know? well,
0: now you don't have to do that in England if you're a druid, that's cool, so ding ding ding, progress oh, is druids. made yep. I mean, come on. It took them so fucking long. I mean, that's like... 5,000 years. It's like the native state religion of oh the whole land over there. Who can, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, we're moving ahead. It's progress. Yeah.
0: Um. So congratulations to all you Druids. it's a big win for you Yay! and for, you know, neo-paganisms and reconstructionisms Very and close. all that isms out there. Word. All the isms. Izzy-isms. All the woo-isms. <laughs> all right. Lucky-isms. <clears throat> So we're almost done. We're just zipping through this podcast here. I wanted to talk about Samhain.
1: It's coming. Samhain. Samhain's coming.
0: Samhain. And what's your plan?
1: Uh, actually, I'm not celebrating Samhain. I'm celebrating Day of the Dead this year.
0: Oh, so that's a whole different thing. What's going on there?
1: Um, it, for those of you who don't know, Day of the Dead is the day after Samhain. It's All Souls Day or All Saints Day or whatever. It's a Mexican holiday where they celebrate the dead, Day of the Dead. You know, and there's a big festival and feast, and there's a lot of stuff going on at um, cemeteries. But they don't. You don't go to the cemetery just to hang out. You go to wherever your family is. And there's picnics and things like that. It's very nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we talked about this in one of our previous episodes. Yeah. I mean, after 33 episodes, we're bound to repeat ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. After 33 episodes, we're bound to repeat ourselves, you know? Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh, And I think we talked about Day of the Dead, and I'd asked you is it true that they actually exhume the corpses of some of the, in some places? They exhume the corpses of some people and, like, bring them up and dress them up and dance them around. Like, here's dead great granny. We're going to dress her skeleton up and dance it around. Well, I saw pictures.
1: Effigies. Of, but no, this not. was the real deal. Well, maybe in some towns, in some pueblos, but I never heard of it.
0: They don't do that in the Bronx? No. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not that I know of, anyway.
0: All right. So are you looking... Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting, like, little things ready and, and um, you know, uh, the food and, and the altar and mm. all this kind of stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I remember this time last year, I was in the middle of a really horrible work project. And on Samhain night, I was home alone working. And I lit a candle and did a whole little thing around midnight But I was working, and I am determined not to be there. It's the same project. It's it's an annual thing. Um, And I didn't go to bed last night because I just wanted to bank It's like it's a writing thing, and writing is so tough for me to get started. Like, where do I start? Where do I start? I really have a problem, and I have to develop some better techniques for that. But um, I made some progress last night, and I'm going to be scot-free on Samhain. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to take the next day off. And it's going to be a big, you know, high holiday for me.
1: Yeah. one is a lot of fun. It, it is my favorite holiday, you know. And I just enjoy it. And the city's, like, awake. And, yeah. You know, it's wonderful. I remember last year, um, it was me and my two girlfriends. And we were downtown. And everybody was out. Everybody was in costume. It was so great, mm. you know. The energies. It's great. I love
0: it. Well, this weekend, the weather was really awesome. And now this weekend, it's like fall. You know, I was I, know. Uh, walking, yeah. I was walking around yesterday morning and I just, everyone like, you know, school has started and all the things are in the windows and everyone's, you know, buying the new wardrobes. And it's just, it's so exciting. And I'm really a little miserable and resentful that I'm stuck working on this thing, but I, I have to learn the hard way and I need to get this done like in August so I don't ha- I need to, like... Next year, my plan is I'm going to go to Fire Island for a month. And uh, she she makes a noise. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going to go away for a month, and I'm going to bring some work with me, and I'm going to get this done before... Okay, I'm just putting it out there. What? I just don't want to be here in October next year going, eh, hey, I'm working on this horrible project well,
1: you're again. You're, you're learning. See, that's how you learn. If you know you have something to do every year... That's going to be time-consuming and a hassle. You prepare for it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do. Don't wait for the last minute.
0: That's right. So you start drawing your bath like months in advance because you have that one bath a year whether you need it or yeah, not.
1: Then I just do it way in advance <laughs> and then, you know, you never see me stress for time. No. Right? Ever. Mm. You know, at work... You know, I have things that I'm supposed to do. I'll, I, I'm doing stuff in June that's supposed to be ready for September. You know, and sometimes it, I do things so early that I'll have to do them again because now my boss wants it different. But I'm I'm always, I've i I'm never pressed for time. Mm-mm. Mm. That's, you know.
0: Aren't you special?
1: Yes, because I've learned the hard way. You know, <laughs> if you want to have a good time, you better get your shit out the way.
0: Yes, that's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the fall. I mean, I had great summer beaches, all that stuff. But the fall is really beautiful. I'm I love going outdoor, rock climbing, biking. Um, I'm going to the Grand Canyon next weekend. I mean, just a lot of really exciting outdoorsy yeah. stuff. And I'm really looking forward to I it. I
1: love this time of the year. It's like, you know, even when you called me, you said there was a the street fair. I didn't know. I was tired today. I was like hanging around the house, mm-hmm. doing nothing. And then when you called, I said, all right, I'll get ready real quick. And even though I was at the street fair half an hour, it felt good just to get out there. Mm. You know?
0: Yeah, and it was nice.
1: I love this time of the year the, the weather is still warm enough, but it's a little cool. You could sleep at night and mm-hmm. you know, the leaves are falling.
0: So guess what? I have some good news. More good news? More good news. All right. So we talked a couple episodes back about like the decline of pagan stores in Manhattan and like where the hell are they all going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned one shop called Enchantments, which was like a, a pretty famous store
1: yeah, yeah. for a
0: long time in the East Village. It was the first place that I went to 14 years ago when I moved to New York City um, to study paganism. That was my first formal grove was at that Saturday Enchantments class. So it's like it's got a special place in my heart. And I was really, um, the last few years, the store was kind of in a decline, it seemed. And I didn't like yeah. going anymore.
1: Yeah. The bookshelves were always bare and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And
0: there just always seemed to be some kind of drama going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: uh, but in its heyday, that was a great store.
0: It was. Right? Well, good news. What? It's back.
1: It's, what do you mean it's back?
0: They, they just moved down the street. They have this beautiful new space. The energy is so much better. When you walk in, it just feels pure. It doesn't Mm. feel like it's clouded with any like
1: negative ecto from the past. So that's good, ectoplasm. Yeah. So, So is it the same owners or?
0: Yeah. Apparently, there's a woman. I think her name is Judy. She's got red hair and tattoos, or Stacy. I don't know. I don't. I don't I, I never met her. So. No, I don't know her. But apparently, because I I asked, I was like, "Who owns the store now?" And they said, "Oh, the same lady who owned it before." So
1: so that's cool. Yeah. So is it on the east side of?
0: It's on Ninth Street between. I think it's between First Avenue and Avenue A. So east to so Ninth Street. They
1: moved down one block. One block. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, better store. Check it out. So definitely go. If you're in town, go to Enchantments. on And East is, is it
1: like the same setup where they have the magical herbs in the back? Yeah. Does it look the same as it did or is it just completely yeah,
0: it's it's it looks the same, but it looks better. It's a bigger space. You're not cramped when you walk in. Um, they've got, uh, in the front, they've got you know the jewelry cases and, and magical tools and some candles and uh, some books. I didn't see tons of books. I didn't see tons of books. Mm. And then in the back, they have the whole apothecary. Uh, or the herb, right? you know, all the oh, herb I'm jars. So and they have the candle station at the back with somebody who's like making candles and right. doing mojo for people.
1: Well, that's how they had, that's how it was set up at the other store.
0: Yeah. The only thing I didn't notice was whether they had a backyard. I didn't like poke around that much.
1: They probably do because that area has all those yards. Yeah. And Oh, I'm so glad because I was upset to hear that it had closed down. Yeah. Because that was the last of the Mohicans, you know? Yeah,
0: it was like they they got, what was it, repossessed or something by the tax man? Some crazy (gasps) stuff like that.
1: They got evicted.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) they're back. So that's exciting. I told them about the podcast, and uh, they love the name. I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, I do a podcast, so I'll be sure. Hopefully they're listening right now. It was really nice to meet you guys. Oh, cool. Um, And then right up the street, there's another place called Flower Power. And they also have, like, they're more like a an Ayurvedic store with, like, incenses and um, kind of the, the herbs and, and flowers that you eat or drink for medicinal purposes.
1: I got to go down there and look around. This is great. This is good news.
0: Yeah, the vibe was definitely really cool down there. I felt really, it felt really Halloween-y and witchy. And I was on my bike. My bike was my broomstick. And I was flying. <laughs> cool. I was ready to go. So uh, the, the the nice lady at Enchantments was saying that um, they have a nice symbiotic relationship with this other store up the street. It's just like a few doors down. Because whereas Enchantments has the magical herbs, the other store has the medicinal. So you can kind of do one. Yeah. Go, and they both have different specialties. So if you want help with magic, you go to Enchantments, and, and they have the herbs there. If you want medicinal help, you go to the other place, and you get you know some guidance oh, I'm there. I'm so
1: glad. I'm so glad. Because there used to be another store on Ninth Street. And it was kind of in a basement, and it was called Pennies. And they, they had all these herbs. It was a great store, and they closed down, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm glad to hear that enchantments opened up again.
0: Yay, enchantments! Yay
1: for enchantments! Cool.
0: And then the very last thing. What's that? Um, some of you who have been to the Facebook page in the past couple of days have seen the horrible video that I posted. For the benefit of Carmen. And I had an opportunity to show Carmen in person. And just as I suspected, she was all over it, all about it. She was commenting, like, from second to second. She was, like, trying to figure it all out, what was going on. She was into it. And what am I talking about? The world's biggest zit. That's right.
1: <laughs> I don't think that was a zit, though.
0: No, that, that, no, was, no. that was like a, a fetus in yeah, his neck. Was-
1: that it just she squeezed that thing five times and it just kept oozing out uh. and that didn't look like pus that looked like some kind of fat or something, but I still got into it. I love I love squeezing this. I
0: bet I Yay. bet you were like living vicariously through that woman and, and imagining being her and, and squeezing it, weren't you? Mm-hmm, I was. You were like, and his name was, you know, <laughs> you know, so you were like, oh, I, I wonder uh, if you know Lucky has, you know. Maybe I'll get the scalpel and check Lucky's back.
1: No, that was a hell of a zit. That, but when I the, when I first saw the the pus come out, I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And then it just kept coming out. And, but that wasn't a zit. Oh my goodness.
0: That but, was that was. And a, then
1: we were able. To, we were just looking around YouTube, and we found another one with that girl.
0: Oh, that this is the disgusting thing about it. The problem with YouTube. I mean, I guess this is its power. But once you find something, it shows you all the related videos. Why are there 300 zit popping videos on YouTube? Is that really well, necessary? I
1: mean, it, one is enough, no, but there were a lot of them, and they were all. You and know. you're
0: gonna watch every single one, aren't you? In I am. Yeah,
1: t- I'll hook it up to the TV.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Maybe you could show me how to hook my computer up to the TV so I can use the monitor.
0: I can't show. I'm I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not the guy who helps old ladies who can't figure out how to plug shit in. <laughs>
1: Oh God! But oh hey,
0: listen uh for those of you who are interested, there's a new book about um Alastair Crowley that came out it's per really? perdoabo and it's uh actually it's a it's a second edition, uh, and it's got like lots more information and lots of updated stuff on it. I heard about it on the Thelema podcast. Uh, a while back, and now it's out. It just came out, so you can get it on Amazon, or you could no, buy it from your there? your local pagan-friendly pagan bookseller. Go down and tell them to pick up the book. It's supposed to be really good. Like What's it's your just name, didn't you know? Perduabo. Oh, that's the name. Oh, yeah, okay. Which was Crowley's magical name, at least at one point. Anyway, we just wanted to pass that along. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yeah, we'll be back, promise, now that September has rolled around and we'll be making more regular podcasts.
0: Yeah. Well, October's rolled around.
1: Yeah, October.
0: (laughs) September rolled around and left.
1: September's been gone. I'm still living back there. Well... Now that the fall has arrived.
0: Oh, it got, my birthday happened in the middle of that, too. So thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. I felt the love. <laughs> I felt the love. I did. Good. And uh, and next time somebody's bullying you and they call you a faggot or they call you a uh, pagan or, or, they, anything. or they say like anything they to you, you or whatever, Fuck em. what do you say? Eat my, my pagan, pagan ass. ass. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: It don't seem right, all the dirt they kick in your direction just for being different. What well, good is freedom if we can't live a life that's different? Mm-hmm. It gets better, I swear. It gets better, but you gotta stick around to make it there It's hard to stand on your own, but you're stronger than you know It gets better, it gets better, I swear I know you're lonely, but please know that you're not The only kid out there who's been in that spot My friends and I made it through, and we're doing fine It gets better, I swear It gets better, but you've gotta stick around and make it there It's hard to stand on your own, but you're stronger than you know It gets better, it gets better, I swear If you have friends and family who are true And stand by you through the pain Let them be your shelter From the rain But if you feel you need to hide To come out the other side Well that's okay too Whatever gets you through Cause it gets better, I swear It gets better, but you've got to stick around and make it there. It's hard to stand on your own, but you're stronger than you know. It gets better. It gets better. I swear. It gets better. It gets better. I swear.